Welcome to the Conscious Craft Podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Hannah. And we are two health coaches on a mission to create a happier world, one thought, one breath, and one bite at a time. We are kicking stress to the curb, and we're not going to take life so seriously. No, and we'd love for you to join, because we're all about community, and we want you to be a part of ours. So head over to the show notes and follow us on social media. We'd love to connect. to be sitting here today with Sarah Wong from Energy House. Sarah, thanks for joining us Thanks today. for having me. I'm so excited. Sarah is an amazing intuitive healer. She's the owner of Energy House, which is an energy healing center. She is the master of all things spiritual. <laughs> She's a wizard. A wizard. <laughs> <laughs> wizard, Reiki master, Akashic reader, Crystal healer, (laughs) essential oil enthusiast, and overall human. Overall, overall, most importantly, human. I'm just a human. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) I'm (laughs) human-like. So we were super excited to meet you at a weird networking event, Mm -hmm. a twist of events for Alyssa and I. So it was definitely fate that brought us together. So we're so excited to have you in our lives Mm -hmm. because I feel like we're strengthening our spiritual powers just by being around you more. And we're so grateful for that. And you've already done a ton of healing on the both of us, like powerful healing. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been, it's been fun. you know, it's one of those things where, the, you know, everyone says the universe, they'll bring you, you know, your right team or the right partner or the right door will open. And I've seen it over and over and over again. And you two are an example of that, of, you know, I think we all felt the same way about going to this one event. We, I personally were like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to go but something was telling me go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the two of you had a similar situation. And we all ended up being there. Mm-hmm. And we all met. And instantly I felt this call to create with the two of you. And since then, it's been a wild ride of, I think, all of us understanding each other mm-hmm. and supporting each other. Yeah. Very, almost like we've been friends for years. Yeah. And that's, that's just such a unique experience. But I don't think it is as unique as we think. Yeah. It's just when you're open and willing to see what's available. And I feel like all of us were in a place where we knew something was here. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I'm so excited for all that's to come. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've already put on a really badass workshop this mm-hmm. past week that pretty much crushed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was effortless. Yeah. It was just yeah. meeting of the minds. Let's all bring our energy to the collective for the purpose of serving others. And mm-hmm. the two of you are so fun in person. <laughs> like the energy oh, you yeah. lead with is, it's unique. It's really fun. And if anyone is in the Long Beach area, we'll be doing these once a month now. Oh yeah. The breakthrough parties. And this is mm-hmm. a time to just let go and see what's available for you. See what comes up. And I just, I love integrating meditation and, and healing mm-hmm. into that experience mm-hmm. along with movement because it's really mind, body, soul. 
Absolutely. And that's yeah. exactly what we tackled and accomplished. And I'm so excited for more. Yeah. Because I think yeah. doing these once a month will really allow yeah. people to, to experience that in a, mm-hmm. a different way. Yeah. And it's able to provide support for people in a different way than what they might be accustomed to. Yeah. You know, going to a doctor or going to a psychiatrist. That's the traditional way that we see support. But by creating these parties, these events that we've created, we're actually showing somebody that, hey, here's a different type of experience, a really fun experience where you can still work through some of your shit, but also have a really great time and be supported by like-minded people who are there for you and really want to like help nourish you too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's not a replacement to traditional Mm -hmm. practices of therapy or, you know, visiting your psychiatrist, but it is a different format. Mm-hmm. to explore and and get some healing from. I actually have several psychiatrists I work with who refer their clients to me oh, to deepen, yeah, to really support them through anxiety and and different practices so they believe in it too and yeah. you know, they understand that some people need multiple tools and I yeah. think that's the most healthiest way to look at it is these are just other tools. It's a supplement. Yeah. Yeah. Or even a compliment to mm-hmm. what you're already doing. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. Like, it's deep-rooted in all of us, and there's layers and layers and layers, and these layers don't ever go away. Mm-hmm. It's just how they impact you is different. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I think is so unique about what we're doing is we're really tackling the mind, body, spirit, the energetic body, the emotional body. And with your meditation guided meditation you're so powerful with how you lead that and also the energy that you bring in the into the room that you i mean in that workshop you could tell people were really releasing things and going through you know the emotions that they might have been holding on for years yeah it's yeah i've learned meditation through two different shamans um over the last several years and learning the mechanics behind it the principles of it and also what's available to us each and every day through meditation and learning how to communicate that is is definitely a journey in itself um i literally just had a full moon event this past friday and i did a a similar meditation a little deeper because it was a smaller group so we were able to go deeper and this woman was there who had hid a secret for 20 years that she had punished herself over and over again. And she went into full, you know, expression of release that night through this meditation. And her words were so cute because it was like, I wasn't expecting this, but I feel a hundred pounds lighter. And it's a reminder of this is available for all of us, but it's learning the format that works for you, learning, you know, how to say yes to certain things, even if you're like, oh, I should go to this event, but I don't really want to. Mm-hmm. But learning that there's something absolutely there for you. Yeah. And it's so beautiful to hold that space. Yeah. And to be a part of these journeys and and just be a sister, mm-hmm. be a friend, be whoever I need to be in that moment to support people with that breakthrough, I think is my favorite part of it all. And yeah. just... You know, it's it's newer to me and in that sense of, of service and people that I don't know. You know, I'm used to serving my friends, but complete strangers that I know nothing about, it's like, it's so cool. It's so cool. 
you are an incredible healer. Have you always known that you've had this ability? When I was younger, I I was pretty aware of it. I, I remember talking to spirits. I remember having these abilities. And even if I didn't have the abilities, whenever I watched a movie, I knew like I had that ability. It was like this, this is really deep knowing. And in high school, I, I, I really leveraged my intuition. I'd read people's palms. I'd read cards. I get premonitions all the time. I even got to a point where how I would study, I would literally predict the questions on the test and I'd make my own test. What? And I would say 90% of the time I already knew the question. Like it tests were so easy for me because of it. And I didn't realize then what I was doing, but now I understand. Oh my so, god! So yes, I knew these abilities. However, I don't think I fully understood them until... I would say most recently in the capacity that I understand them today and they're even growing and I think giving myself that permission not having to be the expert and being open to the journey while knowing I know a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) but knowing there's so much more to know. So cool. Yeah, that's amazing and I I mean it's amazing that you're able to make that connection now after going through so much of a journey your whole life. And now getting to the point where this is your focus. Yeah. And you do focus on this energy healing. Yeah. So so can you explain to our audience what energy healing is? Because I think there's a lot of talk about it right now and not everybody really knows what it is. So in your own words, how would you describe energy healing? In the most simplistic words I like to use is energy healing is like a massage for your aura it's going to reduce the negativity inside you. And if we look at ourselves in the context of being a ball of energy, it's leveraging energy techniques that are non-traditional. So no medicine, um, you're literally leveraging the power of energy through crystals, essential oils, Reiki, um, Akashic knowledge. It's all in the wheelhouse of this invisible realm and how this invisible realm can work with your energy to support you. So if we're balls of energy, and let's just say for a crystal, for example, and, and Var- uh, Marcel Vogel is, is really my, my crystal teacher. Um, he's a scientist from IBM. Mm-hmm. He passed away in the early 90s, but he dedicated majority of his life to science, um, measuring the energy of plants and crystals. And with that, he developed many theories of crystal healing, plant healing, and how it all it all really affects our energy holistically. And he even channeled the Marcel Vogel, well, it's a Vogel quartz, which is basically 12 faceted quartz. And the way it pulls in energy by it, how it's cut is very similar to how Reiki masters channel the universal energy. Hmm. So that's the crystal healing bed we have at Energy House. And that literally is like seven Reiki masters standing over you. It's hmm. so powerfully charged. You can do some serious work. Yes. Um, it's, <laughs> it's powerful. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alyssa experienced uh, the crystal healing bed. Attest to that. Yeah, that yeah. Is- the most powerful shit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why. The crystal energy, it holds that frequency, right? Quartz 
holds a frequency that is so powerful to our own energy. Just holding a quartz allows our energy to be updated from a negative vibration to a positive. And it's not just saying, oh, hold a crystal and you'll be good. But sometimes, yeah, that actually is true. <laughs> I've seen it happen many, 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 many times because of the frequencies they hold. But it's that intention. Mm -hmm. And that's really energy healing in my, in the cup of tea is what intention are you putting into your work? And it's just like when you cook, right? Mm -hmm. When you put love, nourishment, focus, concentration, fulfillment into that meal, everyone's going to be like, wow, this tastes delicious, right? Because that's the intention, the energy you put behind it. So when that's pure, you could do endless amounts of work. Mm -hmm. You get into situations where it might not be as pure. It might be more manipulating. And that's absolutely out there as well. I've seen it. But I think if you go to someone you fully trust and know there's a lot of amazing stuff you can do with energy healing. It's really up to you. It's your own experience. Mm -hmm. I think you can interpret this work in many ways and many benefits. And I think it's really up to what you're open to. Because in my experience, the more clients open, the more work we can do. When a client's closed off, I have people who are like, I don't know. I didn't really get much out of that. However, in the in the following weeks, they, they start to see the benefits. Because energy healing works with you for weeks after. So Reiki doesn't stop. It, it continuously working with your body. So it's just, I don't know. There's no way to put it in words other than it's, it's a tool that's available. Yeah. And it's really up to you to develop your own relationship with it. And yeah. be open to the modalities that are out there. Because there's thousands mm -hmm. I I touched on maybe four yeah. <laughs> and there's thousands so put it that way yeah 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 I mean it really is powerful work and I I like how you described it as you know this invisible realm because I think that's what a lot of people don't understand about energy healing because it is invisible but just like Oxygen is invisible too, but we need that to survive. And yeah. gravity is invisible as well, but we can conceptualize that and we can understand what gravity is. So now I think people are just starting to learn what energy is too, even though it is invisible and they can't see it. Yeah, and that's why I love starting with the aura machine because yeah. it's a conversation into, well, there's energy around you, so it must be a part of you. And then it tells you the chakras and how your chakra energy is aligned. And from there, using my intuition, I could tell anyone what's going on in their life, literally. I could be like, okay, well, you're probably doing this, 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 and this, based on those analysis. And what's great is those tools are leveraged to inform someone of their own energy mm -hmm. to give them the power back. Versus, oh, you must be going through something really hard. It allows them to go so much deeper on how that's actually affecting them. Oh, yeah. And then give them tools and resources, even if it's reading a book, um, that can just allow them to move forward from wherever, wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the best starting point is exactly that, is what energy is around me. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you're incorporating technology into the work that you're doing because, number one, I think it helps people who are, are not open to this have a little bit more trust into it. Like you're saying, you use yeah. it to assist you with your intuitive readings on it. 
But also, number two, I really think that's the direction that we're going. Technology is going to be infused with spirituality, and we are going to learn about all these different tools that we can use that might have ancient technology, but who knows? I mean, yeah. where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, my background has been in technology. For 15 years, I did marketing, and I worked at several companies from advertising agencies to Microsoft to Yahoo. I mean, I pretty much have been everywhere um, in that, field, that, that realm of marketing. However, I always have been integrated into technology leveraging video when it was very new the first time it launched on online digital video literally like at the time it launched everyone was like oh that's just um added value so that means it was free a bonus buy Mm -hmm. but that was literally what I managed and I had to justify why it should not be a bonus and and why their cost involved in making the content needs to be different than a commercial Mm -hmm. needs to be engaging and learning how consumers shifted from the TV to digital and studying those behaviors from a psychological perspective on how now the internet is a shopping tool a research tool it's no longer just a entertaining tool um learning the dynamics of that, then seeing mobile take off. I worked with iTunes and Apple very closely when I was at Yahoo to launch Yahoo Fantasy Sports on mobile and learning the 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 nuances of that and how people bid and do research and like just wrapping my head around it and, and watching the engagements just increase like li- literally overnight. Um, and understanding that technology is a weapon if, if it's used that way, but it could also be a resource. Mm -hmm. And I think technology is here to empower us versus destroy us. And right now my, my viewpoint on technology is that it's destroying us. And we're not using it in a way that's giving us power. We're using it in a way that's actually holding us back. And... I don't think that's going to go away overnight. Mm -hmm. However, I do think the more ways we can introduce technology to empower us, that's what I'm focused on and and bringing those resources and tools and learning. I mean, there's so much to learn about technology. I I took a whole year to travel around the, the U.S. To meet with these companies to figure out what technologies I wanted to bring into Energy House. Oh, wow. And met with the developers of it. Met with, yeah. And so I learned so much on that path that that's why I chose the tools I I have integrated into Energy House. And by the way, I have many more, but they do require more resources. So that's what I'm saving up for. But that's the next iteration. And that's where augmented reality, virtual reality will be integrated much more because that's also my background. And learning that realm, this is what made me realize like, oh, I could be a healer because I was in a position where I would have to sell invisible all the time with virtual reality and augmented reality. So I'd have to go there and and dream up this crazy vision (laughs) in a way like we couldn't produce it until we had money. Yeah. So there was no way we could do mocks. There was, yeah. It was just uh, literally just wow. painting the vision over and over and over again, and I did it. That's and amazing. I realized, like, okay, if I'm selling this invisible realm 
And I'm doing healing on this side, which is, by the way, the invisible realm. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I'm just going to, if I'm going to work this hard, I'm going to work this hard for something I believe in. Yeah. And that was really it. That was the turning point for me. God, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and tapping into your imagination is one of the strongest ways to yeah. increase your intuition. Yeah. Manifesting abilities, right? Well, and what's so crazy, not crazy now looking back, but I remember multiple times in my 15-year career, I would know exactly what questions the clients would ask. I would know, and I would not even prepare it in the presentation because I wanted that discussion time with them, mm -hmm. but I'd always have the answers, and it, it like became a running joke of like, oh, well, Sarah will probably know, <laughs> and I did because intuitively I already knew what to prepare. I knew when my clients were going to call me. Wow. Like, it was just, it was so crazy to be able to be that intuitive, yeah. but not even like give it that level. Mm -hmm. Until one day, when one of my mentors, she's, I call her the galactic guru, um, mm -hmm. Gars Chan. She's freaking amazing. She just is a beyond this world energy worker. Um, she now teaches healers how to work with different modalities. I mean, she works with the thousands I mentioned um, on a whole other level. But she called me selfish and was like, she was like, you're just really selfish. And I was like, whoa. And it shocked my whole system because I realized what she was saying, that I had all these abilities and I was using them for myself. Mm. I wasn't using them for the greater good, which is why I'm here. Yeah. And that put me on a whole path of why am I here? Yeah. And that opened up the Akashic Records for me mm. and understanding this other invisible realm, which I like to say Akashic Records is like when someone says, oh, just save that document to the cloud. Mm -hmm. Akashic Records is like the cloud for your soul. Nice. And so you like can that. pull any lifetime, you can all future possibilities. And to me, it's a light activation. Yeah. It literally is aligning you to what you're here for versus the nonsense that our conscious mind, that 5%, likes to remind us mm -hmm. why we can't, right? Akashic takes out the, like literally pauses your conscious mind, that 5%. And activates the subconscious, but not the subconscious that brings you down. It actually is the subconscious that brings you up while reprogramming that subconscious belief system. So you can bring that into your conscious field. And that's when I start seeing my clients have massive changes in their life. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a soul guided conversation and I love it. It's, yeah. it's getting to the point where my readings are becoming very, you know, intuitive in a way but very action oriented where mm -hmm. you get a lot of steps on how to move forward from this point yeah. and what vibrations are currently around you and how you can refocus your life to actually achieve what you want versus getting stuck in what you don't want mm -hmm. so it's awesome that's so i mean we had an amazing yeah that yeah hannah so had incredible. a great akashic yeah. i mean like both of you like yeah. different parts of the business yeah. <laughs> but it's so awesome yeah you so had a great awesome. reading very so much clarity for you yeah and even just like seeing the potentials that you can invest mm -hmm. in almost immediately mm -hmm. especially being a business owner yeah is really imperative yeah. and i use the tool all the time and i'm yeah. starting to go deeper and deeper with it like i said it's the cloud of your soul so you can imagine there's a lot of information there oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I've been trained in three different modalities of Akashic reading. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I went through Linda Howe. This other lady, her name's Terry Utana. She used to work at Nike. She then, uh, I think she's like, they're both like Linda Howe. She's from Chicago. She's in her, I want to say late 50s, early 60s, maybe. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she's a Hay Health author. Mm -hmm. She has multiple books on the Akashics. I got certified through her healing through Akashics, through Helen, this lady, Helen, who was trained right under um, Linda amazing soul she's in Pasadena and then I did Terry Utana who was at Nike from the corporate world 10 years ago I want to say she left she has published thousands of blogs on the Kaushik oh, wow. she is a plethora of information she's amazing and then um, meditation through the Kaushiks which I've learned through so cool. my own mentors my own um, what they're called is um Masters, uh, my soul masters, so masters who have chosen to work directly with me in this lifetime. They have given me uh, workshop ideas, like wow. Paint With Your Third Eye came from them, um, how to do meditations with Akashic. So it's just like, it's endless. And there's so many, I mean, Edgar, K- um, Edgar Casey's obviously, he has this whole um, analogy on Akashic Records, and some of it I vibe with, some of it it's a little out there, but I think I'm still processing my relationship with it, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to have your own. Like, yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of information out there. Some of it you're going to vibe with, and some of it you might not, and I think giving yourself permission to to hold close what you vibe with is good, and then, yeah. you know, pull back from what isn't yeah. something you want to bring into mm-hmm. your to your practice. Totally. Yeah. And for anyone that's just starting on this journey, yeah. so, you know, there's not one right way to do it. If no. it doesn't work with you, don't force it. Yeah. And just follow your intuition, what feels right. That's the biggest message I have. You know, I have a lot of new healers coming out of the woodworks, and I love it. And a lot of people are judgmental, like, oh, another happy affirmation. And, you know, there's just not enough of it out there. So mm-hmm. why boohoo it? Mm-hmm. It's better than complaining. It's better than narcissism. Oh. It's better than you know, all the other things out there. So to me, it's like, yeah, it's light and love. It doesn't always have to be rainbows and unicorns, but it could be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's always, you know, there's moments of time where it's it's okay to be that way. And there's moments where you got to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there is something called spiritual bypass where yeah. you don't do the work and you do, you know, you grab a crystal and you think life's going to be great. It does require action. It does require mm-hmm. a new version of yourself. And I think that has been my biggest lesson is giving myself permission to be the next version of myself without having to do drastic changes. It's just the small Mm -hmm. tweaks each day. And that Joe Dispenza has opened that whole reality up for me in a a big way. Yeah. 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 I think that's so important, too, that you were saying, like, take what works for you. I mean, that is a really powerful message, I think, with all of our teaching that we do is... Not everything is going to be aligned with you. Not everything is going to make sense to you. Not everything is going to feel good to you. So don't do something if it doesn't feel good, but be open to the possibility that something could potentially yeah. feel good for you. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what we know until we know, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of my, you know, reminder in life is 
try it once and see yeah. if there's something there. And there's been many times I've gone to workshops and I'm like, nope, nothing here, not vibing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that person's wrong. Doesn't mean it's not, you know, good. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because yeah. I, I'm not everything, nor do I need to be. Yeah. And I think that is a conditioning, having been in the corporate world, that I had to deprogram from. Mm-hmm. Because when I first started my healing practice, I felt like I had to be everything and I had to do everything and it was I drowned mm-hmm. very fast and I lost my way and the minute I refocused and recommitted to something bigger than myself that required me to be a bigger version of myself I started seeing crazy results. Yeah. And it's still growing and I'm still learning what that is. Yeah. But yeah. I don't have to wait. And I think that's the conversation I hear from a lot of my clients is, oh, I'm not ready. But I don't think we're ever ready. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah. think there's something to be said about being responsible and doing mm-hmm. trainings and spending time with what you're learning and making it your own mm-hmm. and really building something valuable for people. Yes. <laughs> However, there gets to a point where are you sabotaging your growth or are you moving forward? Right. And if you're not willing to do that work of why you're sabotaging yourself and holding yourself back, you'll probably never grow. Mm -hmm. So true. And that's getting out of your comfort zone on a regular basis. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I wanted to barf before I did, you know, you know, when I opened my store, our grand opening, I was like, I wanted to like energetically barf because it was scary. It was scary. Like to, you know, I'm used to presenting companies you know, all the time I've spoken in front of thousands of people. That's not an issue for me, but I was representing Microsoft. I was representing, Mm -hmm. you know, a brand. And then when I had to represent myself, Mm -hmm. that's a whole other ball game. (laughs) I mean, I'm not used to be like, first of all, my name was Sarah Cummings and I got married. So not only did my life change, but my name changed. A whole new identity. Yeah. And I'm like, Sarah Wong, the Reiki? I would have never, <laughs> never. I mean, mark me 10 years ago and you would have seen a completely different version of me. But I think that's the crazy part about life is how much you can influence your yeah. life. If you're willing to. If you're willing. That's exactly right. If you're yeah. willing to yeah. do the work yeah. and, and on yourself. Yeah. Not projecting out. Mm-hmm. Taking full responsibility going in. And having an open mind to exploring new identities, new interests, yeah. new passions, and, and acting on them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's totally it. I took a psychic development class, and I was laughing at myself. Now, looking back in retrospect, <laughs> it was like two years ago. Because I was like, okay, if I have these abilities, like I need to build my trust with them Mm -hmm. to serve others, right? So I did all these courses. I mean, I'm not kidding you. For two years, it was like training after training, ceremony after ceremony, studying, learning, trying to digest everything. And um, (laughs) my first class I took, it was literally like, okay, someone sits in front of you, just tell them whatever comes to mind. So I did. And everyone's like, how did you know that? And every exercise I nailed Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the point the teacher's like, so I think you have a gift, so you can probably go now. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) And, and that's when I put all the like dots together of like how I've been using my gifts Mm -hmm. and how much I am an intuitive, but I had to build that trust within myself. So speaking of that trust, 
is, you know, I think a lot of people talk about having this spiritual awakening where they really just come into who they are spiritually. You've described kind of these many situations and circumstances over your life where you've been tapped into this intuition, your intuition, where you've Mm -hmm. been tapped into this feeling. So do you, do you think it was a slow process for you to develop this or did you have a certain time in your life where you felt like this was my spiritual awakening? I, uh, I feel like it's been a roller coaster for me personally. Like I've had my ups and downs with it where Sometimes it's like going, I feel like it's literally you get, it's like a slow gradual and all of a sudden it's like you're going down that roller coaster. It's that drop of that, I don't even have words for it, but it's that, you know, when your stomach gets lost and you're just like, where am I? This is fun though. Like (laughs) literally that's how my spiritual journey has been. There's moments where the downloads happen so fast and furious that I'm like, whoa, I don't even know how to process this. And it takes me months to integrate. I mean, spiritual awakenings are ongoing in my opinion, my experience. Yes, you have that one big thing. I think mine happened in a ceremony I did um, where I actually finally saw the invisible realm in, in ways that I can't forget and I know it wasn't drugs. It was, I was 100%, 100% sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had these crazy experiences where I felt bubbles coming out of my hands, but there was nothing there. I felt um, like I was floating, even though I wasn't. Like, there was just so much that was going on that I didn't have any other explanation other than this is real. And that's what started my trust with it and going deeper and deeper and deeper. But I will say as I continue my journey and my growth work, um, which never ends, that roller coaster ride still happens and there's still moments. And, and let me say this, a download for me is when I get this new perspective, because mm-hmm. to me, spirituality yeah. is just having way different perspectives and many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being able to see things from many different sides, your own, theirs, their their partners or their friend or their business or their love life or their body, like you just see it. And to me, that's what spirituality is, is being able to see and be present to what's in front of you. I mean, and then obviously being open to all the other tools and, and working with that energy mm-hmm. and so forth. But the perspective is what starts it. Yeah, you're so spot on with that. Yeah. That is spirituality, is to be able to look, you know, even in a very simple way, look at another person and see their perspective. Mm-hmm. That's an yeah. act of spirituality, yeah. which most people are closed off to yeah. today. Yeah. But a lot of the work that we talk about is expanding your consciousness uh-huh. so that you can start to see at least different perspectives within your own reality. But once you start to look at another person and you see their perspective, then it's... Yeah, you You see the blocks, Mm -hmm. you see, I mean, it's just, and then, and then let's open the can of worms of empath, you know, you know, everyone's an empath, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, there are thousands of different types of empaths. Mm -hmm. So getting clear on what type of empath are you? Mm -hmm. For me, I'm a psychic empath. So when I work with clients, I know what they're feeling. I know where their their injuries are I know a lot of information because I can literally tap into their energetic field and support them in that release because really the clients are the healers 
we're just the conduits, mm-hmm. right? So I'm able to channel a ton of energy and guide it in different ways, use symbols, ancient wisdom, and all, you know all the different tools. But the body is so powerful. And I think people forget how powerful their bodies are mm-hmm. and how much control they have over their bodies. Oh, yeah. um, my sister has arthritis, a very severe case, and has experienced it for several years. And even working with her, and I mean, she is just an inspiration beyond words and has done so much work on her own, on changing her diet, learning about essential oils. And most recently, her and I have been doing a lot with energy healing, with Reiki and crystals and essential oils all together. And her labs went from her doctor saying she'd probably never be able to get off steroids to she two years later, no longer needs steroids. Wow. And all her signs are normal. Wow. And yeah, and she's dedicated her life to figuring it out. And she's still on her journey of recovery, but she's come a long way in just two years. Mm -hmm. And most people I don't think would have. Mm -hmm. Um, And even just one of my other clients has lupus. And she came in one day, had an episode. I did Reiki with her for half an hour. And she was able to be out of pain and sleep for four hours and she hadn't slept for like weeks before that Wow! and she was just like I haven't found myself at peace forever you know so these are the reminders that no this works Mm -hmm. and they have full control over it their bodies are ready to heal it's just that belief that oh this can happen and I think Mm -hmm. that's where energy work actually gives you the power back yeah and it actually says to my clients in different ways depending on the technology used but it reminds them that release can release and relief mm-hmm. can happen without steroids mm-hmm. or you know very harsh medications it can actually be with crystals <laughs> like i've seen yeah. it happen yeah but it's that belief system again going back to that intention right exactly and it starts with with the mind and I think that's a direction that we're going with medicine definitely using energy healing but more importantly people starting to understand oh my thoughts actually influence my health Mm -hmm. I can turn on stress hormones just by thought alone stress hormones lead to inflammation yeah Mm -hmm. okay so what's true of the opposite can I produce healing chemicals if I have better feeling thoughts Mm -hmm. well you can (laughs) yeah you can And I mean, this is a really powerful conversation, too, because I think, you know, in this realm, there is this misconception, especially for people who don't understand what's going on, don't understand what Reiki is, what energy work is, that, oh, I'm going to go into the session and what is this person going to do to me, right? Yeah. And they think that it's something that, you know, you as a conduit is going to do to them, but in actuality, it's really their own body's ability to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think putting that concept into people's brains makes this conversation a whole lot easier because yeah. it's like totally. you're you're a hundred percent conscious the whole time. You're a hundred percent aware. You, yeah. you you have control over your body and yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um, so it's not like this scary, like, oh, what is this person going to do to me? What's going to happen? Yeah. It's just like, you are the one in power. You have the yeah. control. Yeah, it's a little bit different than a massage in that case. Because Reiki, <laughs> yeah. it's like, your body will shut off when it's it doesn't want to receive it anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I can't overrake you. It just comes all back to me, which is great. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, you know. <laughs> um, and I can usually tell when the body is is done. Um, usually it's like when you need a stretch and you're just feeling a little like stagnant. And that means that energy, it usually means you have a lot of dense energy in you and like your the Reiki is finally moving that dense energy, but that's going to cause your muscles to spasm or release depending on where you're at. Like what happened with you was your body was ready to release this negativity from you. Like it, it was ready. You were calling it. Yeah. Um, and, and we were able to hold that space for you. Yeah. And, and that's the power is like, you will never be over Reiki. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're just, your body sometimes is ready to release. Yeah. My sister had a similar experience where her body was ready to release that, that energy mm-hmm. finally. Yeah. But it takes a lot of work that you've done to get there. So it's, it's being proud of yourself for like, wow, I did so much work and it's paying off. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a really nice way of putting it too, because it can be this, you know, at least I know for me, it was a bit of a scary experience because I just wasn't sure what was even happening to my body. I was twitching a lot. I was moving around a lot and I didn't feel like it was even me doing it. So it's, it's cool to understand that, oh, this is actually because it was all ready to come out. It was because mm-hmm. I have been doing a lot of this inner work that has gotten mm-hmm. me to this point where my body's like, yeah, let's take advantage of this amazing space and get it the fuck out. Yeah. And not to mention the crystal bed. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> it pretty much what happened in my, this is my analysis of, Alyssa, she, you know, has had anxiety most of your life, right? Mm -hmm. And so the crystal bed basically opened up your channels to give you enough energy power to actually release that dense energy that was probably stuck in your spine, now that I see it, your spine since childhood. Mm. And that's a deep, deep integration of energy. So if you look at it from a layer perspective, it was the last layer. Mm. So finally, all your channels opened where this deep layer was able to come out. Mm. But it did require extra push and energy, um, which is what happened. And so, yeah, your body is going to vibrate. It's going to spasm. It's going to release in its own way. As long as you feel like it's not hurting you, Mm you're good you yeah. know it's allowing that to like a wave to to leave mm-hmm. and and usually you can tell by how someone is breathing and you were breathing normal there was parts of you that were still very normal you were very alert mm-hmm. we were talking to you through the whole process mm-hmm. yeah and it was allowing your body to do what it needed to do while holding that space and comfort for you um and also having reiki just given to you to support that push in addition Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's wild what can happen it really is when you're open to it yeah Yeah. it really is yeah and i think that's the most important part being open to it because it was a little bit scary because it was different than my body had ever something different than my body had experienced before um but because there was a there was a knowing there was some mm-hmm. sort, of, sort of knowing that was just like even though it felt a little scary it was okay and I think it's a really good analogy to, for things in life for getting out of your comfort zone like kind of mentioned before is like when you do things that are not in your typical realm of normal it's it can be scary because you it's unknown you don't know it um, but when you open yourself up to allowing whatever happens to happen and you're okay and you know that you're in a safe space, 
then that's when all of the beauty and the magic happens in any realm of your life, not even just in the spiritual sense too. So it's, a, it's really just a lot about like being able to open yourself up to these different perspectives, which is also why I love how you guys were describing spirituality too, because it's not like, it doesn't have to be this woo-woo thing. <laughs> spirituality really is just the, that different perspective, that openness, mm-hmm. that being able to see where yeah. other people are coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you want to go woo-woo, you totally can. Absolutely. Don't even call it woo-woo. Just call it your journey, you know? Like, I don't know. I think people are are very mindful of the term woo-woo in ways like some are offended by it and then some just label everything that's spiritual Mm -hmm. (laughs) woo-woo. And it's just Mm -hmm. kind of like, why do we even have to do that? Mm -hmm. Well, it's so funny. A lot of these things that we're talking about have been around for thousands of years. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it's like, it's like you wear clothes. It's like, oh, you're close. (laughs) Close though. (laughs) Those clothes though. You know, it's like, well, it's been around. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny how we like to label things and downplay them. It's like, why? That's just judgment. Mm -hmm. It's not needed. It really isn't. Exactly. Anytime, you know, I'll say most of the time people judge, it's because of it's something that's unknown. And they don't understand it. Yeah, And they're not willing to. And that's that's their journey. But Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to eat meat and not do all the things. But that's your journey of finding out what benefits you and I, I I love the saying everybody's different because it's so yeah, true it's it so is. true it's, what yeah. works for one might not work for others exactly exactly and that's up to you to have some self-discovery yeah. and figure that out and be willing to exactly and not just be stuck on your addiction to whatever it might be mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so you had mentioned that you are essentially the conduit for people to heal themselves so what is what is one of your favorite parts about um, being that conduit, about helping to help other, helping, <laughs> about helping others to help themselves? Yeah, for me, my favorite part about being a healer, being that conduit, is being able to see a lot. I, you know, I'm very, very, very intuitive, so I can sense things even more than before now, having really dived into this work every single day. I I could see so much possibilities around everyone. And sometimes it's challenging because I do hold people for where I see them because I know what's available to them. But the thing I got to remember is discernment is just because I see a potential, like we all have infinite possibilities around us dictated by our everyday actions is sometimes I realize they're not ready for that possibility. Mm-hmm. So it's using discernment to give them the steps to get them ready for the next, for what they're really wanting, mm-hmm. but don't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. And then seeing them get those results and continuously work with them, that's my favorite part, is being that lighthouse, being that guide, you know, allowing their selves to be naturally guided to me and then working with them enough to really support them in their own journey called life. Whether it be finding a partner, finding that career, or even just maintaining that partner, maintaining that career. Yeah. There's choices we make every single day. And some are better than others. So it's supporting them and listening to where they're at and 
knowing intuitively where to go and guide them next, but it's really up to them to take those steps. So when they do take those steps, and usually I my goal is to give the guidance to really make them excited for those next steps and create that like, oh, that momentum almost, energetic momentum, even though it's not there yet, get them in that momentum energy field mm-hmm. so they can move forward Yeah. versus stay wherever they're at. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, I always get, comments like oh my god I've had a therapist for 20 years and now I feel like I'm so clear and I'm like well keep going to that therapist yeah, yeah. however maybe do both and see how that serves you because mm-hmm. maybe the therapist is good for you to process mm-hmm. and and that's that's a good thing too because yeah. sometimes we need a process to move forward yeah um, especially when we're seeing a repetitive pattern or you know even a habit um, sabotaging ourselves like that's you know, I mean, therapists are good for so much, but, oh, yeah. you know, I think that it's complimentary and that's mm-hmm. why, you know, getting the action steps and then realizing like, oh, wow, because you might go to me once, you know, I have clients that come once a week. I have clients that come bi-weekly, once a month. It really depends on what serves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, I, I love how you say like the combination of both too, because just because you're into or you're attracted to certain modalities doesn't mean that you can't be attracted to other modalities too. And it's like finding that perfect recipe for what heals you and supports you the most. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And having your team, like I have a team of like 20 different healers I work with and, you know, conduits and just resources. And so building out your team and realizing like, this is my life team, you know, like we all need our team. It's true. (laughs) And, and, and I think our team, you know, it could look like children. It could look like your father. It could look like your mother. It could look like a therapist. It could look like a shaman, you know, it could be anything, Yeah. but it's your team. So being clear on like, who's my go-to team? When I need support and I'm stuck, am I staying a hermit, a lone wolf, or am I leveraging my team Mm -hmm. and checking in with that? Mm Because I can lone wolf it like no other. I'm a Libra. I'm an air sign. I'm all over the place. You know, let my balloon fly. I will go freely. (laughs) And sometimes I don't get anything done because of that. And I'm a visionary. I'm also, my life path is an eight, which means I'm a manifester. I'm a creator. So... When I'm not creating, there's usually I'm floating somewhere too much. (laughs) And I got to reground myself. And that's my team. My team is going to pull that string back down to earth and be like, hey, we need you here. Yeah. Right? (laughs) But that's the way I see it. It's like you got to have your team. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I think that's such a great way to look at it as your team, right? Yeah. Because then all of a sudden it makes you more attracted to wanting to go and reach out to them for support. Because I think especially in today's society we're often taught to just deal with things on your own be strong be stoic right Mm -hmm. but by thinking of it as your team you know thinking of your therapist as one of your team members yeah um that i think softens that that fear of like oh i have to reach out for help but instead it's more like oh no no no. this is just they're part of my team yeah like at this point in my life i need this teammate at this point in my life i need this teammate Mm -hmm. totally yeah and any, I always say, any passion you have, have a teammate there. Mm-hmm. Someone who knows more than you. Yeah. yeah. Or someone who doesn't. Yeah. That you can teach. You yeah. might be that teammate, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how many times I've had mentors that I end up coaching, you know? Yeah. It's like also being open to being that teacher and student, mm-hmm. regardless if you're paying someone or not. 
-hmm. You're still in their lives for a reason. Your two are matched for a reason. That's what I believe soulmates are. Soulmates aren't always romantic partners. Soulmates can be friendships. Mm -hmm. Soulmates can be people who just get you at a a level that words don't, aren't necessary. And you just can vibe out and, and, just be with them like us. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I we're soulmates. Like say, life is yeah. easy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've definitely been connected in many lifetimes, but it's just yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to find, you know, and that's what a lot of conscious people are saying in general and generalize it because I can I listen to many resources and happy to share those with you as well, but what I keep hearing collectively is a we're moving into that divine feminine, which is a really like we, you know, mm-hmm. it's a partnership. It's mm-hmm. it's really creating together versus individually. Like it's no more CEO mindset. We're yeah. very much in that masculine, that solar plexus energy. We're moving to that heart centered energy collectively, and what's happening is you're finding your soul groups. And you're, you're, it's just happening. Like you're just meeting new people. You're opening yourself up to new interest. Mm-hmm. So have fun. Yeah. Discover who's on your team. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Because yeah. I have some players I'm like, really there on my team? Like, <laughs> cool. I'm excited. I would have never guessed. Never. Yeah. I would have never guessed that certain people I can't name right now, but celebrities and influencers are coming on my team. That I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. And it's not just because of their status, because I also have children on my team and shamans on my team and many others on my team. But it's cool to have the resource and even just, I think, that visibility Mm -hmm. of knowing that this work can truly get out there in a meaningful way. Yeah. And it's in the right hands, right? So it's just being open to to what's really possible and yeah. and really connecting to what's true to your heart. And I think once you go inward to your heart and get very clear on like what are your passions, what mm-hmm. what do you love and that's the work I did for many years and will always be doing, that is when doors just open yeah. almost instantly. Yeah. So play with your heart, play with your passion. Yeah, and I think it's so important to f- really follow those passions because they're like breadcrumbs. Yeah. You, know, it might lead, you don't know what it's going to lead you to, but if you continue to follow those mm-hmm. little whispers, yeah. it's going to lead you to something that really fulfills you or heals you or you find your team or yeah. your tribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or your passion. Or your passion. Yeah, yeah your purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all available. Like some people might always work corporate and that's okay for them, mm-hmm. but they might have other things they get to do outside of that. Like, you know, if they're really into crystals, they could go to workshops, they could learn more, they can use crystals. Like I have so many people in the corporate realm that will come to the store just for crystals for their office. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this coworker is this way. What can I use for this? And I'm like, oh girl, I got you. You know, <laughs> and I love it because it's like, they're actually bringing that energy into an environment exactly. that desperately needs it. Yeah. I used to have crystals on my desk all the time and people would just come play with them. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. Some people are very anal, like don't touch my crystals. I know how to cleanse them. So I'm like, it's cool. Touch it. If yeah. you need to like yeah. use yeah. it, use it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it, they're tools. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, so cool. Well, all the more reason to try new experiences mm-hmm. and go to new events to meet new people. So, 
stay tuned for our events, our collective conscious energy events. Yes. Energy house meets conscious craft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's we're we're announcing that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's conscious energy. So we're going to be creating workshops, retreats, online stuff, mm-hmm. tons of content, tons of resources with our collective energy mm-hmm. and just share it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to join our tribe, join it because it's going to be fun. It's going to be real We're going to be doing some good work. We're going to be yes. going deep in the heart passions, doing some quantum jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, with the background of these two ladies, you're, we're good. <laughs> we good. Yeah, this is, this is going to be fun. So, yeah, if you're listening and your your heart's, like, jumping out of your chest right now, that means you're part of it. So mm-hmm. sign up now, and we'll probably have a newsletter coming out yeah. that we could probably yeah. put together and, and definitely share resources, share mm-hmm. our favorite stuff, our tools. And then this is a collective, so really bringing you to the table too. Yeah, because that's what we're looking for. We want yeah. we want other teammates. Exactly, and we want to bring people together to do all these really cool things with, like quantum jumping and different meditations and healing. So we're planning these events probably on a monthly basis. So if you're in the Long Beach, LA area, please join us. Follow us on social too. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll keep you posted. At the Conscious Craft and at Energy House. Yep, definitely. So, how can people connect with you more? So, Energy House at Energy House, and it's house like the German Haus, H A U S. Yeah, we're under. We actually the this is a little background real fast. Is when we are looking for a location, Cycle House um, has a, a unique space. It's a huge building. The it's upstairs, downstairs. And the owner of Cycle House in Long Beach, she wanted to um, rent out the space to a like-minded business. And so her and I got together and realized this would be a unique opportunity. Me being a new business owner and having a storefront didn't necessarily want to dive into a 10-year commitment. Mm-hmm. So this was a good, easy, easy way in, I guess. And she, we decided Energy House underneath Cycle House would be fun, kind yeah. of play off each other. Yeah. And so that's how it was given birth. And yeah, it actually works really well yeah. with everything we do. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, people can find me at Energy House in Long Beach. I'm usually there most days. We're open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 to 5. And then we have workshops that we'll be doing. The Conscious mm-hmm. Energy Crew will be doing. We have other workshops going on throughout the month as well. Full moon ceremonies, new moon ceremonies. Um, I'm always a creature of creation, so there's always something new going on. You can follow us on Instagram at Energy House for all those updates. My healing practice, I have definitely um, will be investing more in. So that's called Soul Wizard Healing. And that's going to be at Soul Wizard, at Soul Wizard on Instagram is, is my name. But I'm going to be launching meditations with crystals and a bunch of other resources. More my tone. So this is my personal page. So mm-hmm. if you want to follow me on there, that's awesome too. I, I typically am on there once a week now, but that's going to increase in time. So Great. And I'll be launching the YouTube channel too. Um, I have this amazing vocalist I'll be working with. We're going to be doing some Archangel channels, um, healing sounds, and I'm making crystal grid kits so you can work with the Archangel energy, which is so powerful. 
and and go deeper there. So that's kind of a another uh, thing in the works. Oh, I'm excited! Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. and we'll be doing live um, live healings too. So oh, it's yeah, so we'll have to integrate yes. all that into yes. it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. all of your amazing knowledge for joining us today. It was, I mean, we can honestly just. I know. There's so much. for like four more hours. Lifetime. Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and we shall. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I look forward to meeting everyone.